Welcome to the Serious Social Podcast, created by the straight-talking social media experts at Immediate Future. Welcome to Serious Social. On this episode, I, Lawrence Grizel, am joined by digital designer Ollie Farndon, while we discuss the do's and don'ts of briefing for social media. Hello, and welcome to Serious Social Life. I am Lawrence Grizel, an account manager at Immediate Future, and today we are going to talk about all things briefing. What's a good brief? What's a terrible brief? And why is this process so much more complicated than it initially seems? I am joined by one of our digital designers, Ollie Farnan. Hi, Ollie. Hello. Ollie, why don't you just introduce yourself? All right. So, yeah, I am one of two digital designers that we have at Media Future. So, we are able to get hands on on all client stuff, which is great, and most of the internal stuff. Most of it, all of it. What am I saying? You've been with us, you joined us um, mid pandemic, I think, right? You've been with us. Yeah, I was, yeah, August last year, I believe, and stuck through it. How's the uh, briefing process been, like, differently towards uh, what it was before? It's got better. Better? (laughs) Yeah, I'd say so. I'd say after, we kind of of build up on what we've done before, and we can sort of, like, say what works, what doesn't work. So, yeah. Awesome. Just before we get started, I'm going to quickly give a bit of definitions and terms around briefing for anyone that might not be familiar uh, we're a consultancy with, and we work with clients. And while we do our own marketing as well, throughout this, we're going to be talking about creators made for those clients. So the way this usually works is the client gives us an asset, something like a PDF or an infographic or even a video. And then someone like me writes a brief for that asset. That might be four or five bullet points with simple instructions or a full Word doc filled with specific beats for a longer video. It really varies. And then someone like Ollie comes in and interprets my ramblings and turns it into a snappy Thumb sloppy creative respect for social media. So, Ali, the hardest hitting question first uh, what would you consider a bad brief? What would I consider a bad brief? So, the, I'm going to preference this as this is my interpretation of why I think it's a bad yeah, brief, sure. not what is an overall bad brief. So, I would say a bad brief is one that is very informative. It's like I would like an image to come in from the bottom to take two seconds to come in and then four seconds stay, three seconds move away. And then text come in from the left and or and then go out from the right. That's way too descriptive in my point of view. I think that stifles maybe a bit of creativity because I have to look at it as a problem and you've given me a lot of parameters that I can't think of. So if if it was more like bring in text, move image, I could go, okay, I'm gonna bring in the text like this, move the image like that, and I can work it out myself. And I think having too many stifling kind of things make it much harder for me anyway it's also there's an element of overstepping there from our end right like it's my job to give you what you need to essentially work within the parameters Mm. but not be too prescriptive so that you can still flex your creative muscles and do something fun with it yeah but i it's never it's never like oh how dare you tell me how i do my (laughs) job it's more like okay i understand that we need to try and do this in this way but it's more like you're putting the trust in the design team, in the creative team to understand what you want to do. And this, again, it's like building a relationship between us to be able to understand each other. When you say, I want the text to come in, I can go, oh, we've done this before. We know what we're doing. We can do it like this. Yeah, it's it's a learning process as well. Like it's important to build a relationship between a designer and account manager or whoever is the role. Like we have a, I think we have a pretty open door policy where, I mean, open door digital, yeah. where you will just contact me on Slack and very often, because we've been working for quite a while now, very often be quite uh, direct with, this isn't working. 
Mm-hmm. What do you suggest? And then yeah. I could come in with either there's a reason for it. Like the mm-hmm. client needs mm-hmm. that logo to be in that place because of some other like details yeah. in a different part of a different agency or whatever. Or I can say, no, that was just my suggestion. And I didn't yes. know what I was talking yes. about. Go <laughs> ahead and do whatever you want. Yeah. But it, it's a bit of an art form. I think the, the briefing process, it's, it's um, there's this balance you have to strike between not being prescriptive and still giving you enough info. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's like, a nice edge it's how do i give the right amount of information to the designer to make something that is creative and is something that will be like oh wow when you're scrolling through and you stop and look at it or and giving not enough where i'm like what am i doing i don't know what i'm doing why 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 but yeah yeah and if you if, if we're too vague you're gonna sit there and you're gonna be wondering where do we even start yeah uh, and what can yeah. i say but yeah yes quick wins yeah. Versus creativity. So uh, the, the way I, we, I approach this is that I'll create a content plan and I'll have about four, let's say, uh, let's say I need four creatives and three of them I'll make quick wins where it's like, it's a social card. Here's the date details. Maybe it's for an event. Here's the date on it. Here's uh, another social card with the image of the, of whoever's speaking. Here's what he's talking about. And then I'll throw in one that's a, a curveball where I have no idea if you will be able to do it. And I, I feel like that's, it's going to lead on to some stuff that we'll talk about in a bit, but it's, it's something that I've been doing for a while where it's just fun to see you guys either struggle <laughs> and contact me and go, this is why are you making me do this or come back and say, yeah, that was super easy. Easy. Yeah. Like, yeah. and more that, often that was the couple. Yeah. Most, most, because those are the fun ones. I find, I find that the more creative, the more like loosey goosey ones are like, Ooh, Let's, let's flex my uh, creative muscles on this one. Let's see what I can do. But there's nothing wrong with quick wins. I like creativity has a place, obviously. And creativity needs to be in everything that you do. But quick wins where it's like, oh, can you just put this together, put this together, is great. I find that they, they have a place in what they need to do. But put me personally, I much prefer the, the, the curveballs. It's like, oh, can you try and do this? And I'm like, I can try and do that. Don't worry, I can do that for you. How often are you actually um, uh, doing something completely from scratch? Like you'll, you'll do something you've never done before and you just have to figure it out. You see, well, me personally, I like to try and do that in the quick wins anyway. I always kind of like, hmm, okay, we haven't done this before. It's obviously there's a framework of what has been done and what, what is the quick win version of it. Like, oh, we know how we have to bring this image in like this. We know how the text come in. But maybe maybe we try something different. Maybe we try a new process of process of bringing the text in and then mm. you're like oh that that's that gets my creative juice flowing in my head i'm like okay well i haven't done this before and it's interesting instead of just copy and paste but yeah yeah we're iterating right instead of mm, completely yeah. rewriting the reel every single time uh, i think yeah. we have a little example of that i'm gonna add it now with um the, the, we're gonna take you through a quick design process that we did if this was an asset that we received from the client uh it's a it's a essentially a magazine where the original, the, the opening page is like the front cover of the magazine. And then you get the two side-by-side pages each on each um, slide. Yeah. And I sent you a brief for this, which was usually what, what we'll do sometimes is just do a little fly through, but I wanted to do something a little different. And do you have like what, what actually wrote? For the I brief? believe you said recreate the front page mm-hmm. and go through pages. Like we, again, use an example of what we've done before. And I kind of was like, Okay, so this is a PDF. You said that you want it to go through the pages. And I really like the idea of recreating the front page, which got my brain thinking, how do we actually do this? Instead of just showing the front page, which is a bit static, a bit boring. Mm. 
how do we do that? And you can see in a second exactly what was the outcome of it. And yeah, I, I just think- wanted to quickly point out, um, so the front page here, you got, you got the image, you got the title, you got the logos, yeah. but it's quite text heavy. And I think that's something we mm-hmm. wanted to remove. So let's take a look at what we did. Yes. Let me know if it loads. It is. I can see it. It's great. So uh, my my direction was my ins- my the inspo for this was uh, the the image would come and just whiz by, and then you added this nice little flipping through effect. Yes. So you gave me the the bones of the brief. You gave mm. me the you need to make. So what I took from it, I can take. So you it was a long kind of brief with a few details that needed to be said. You needed to recreate the front page, you needed the logo, we needed to use the inspiration from the PDF. And what I was able to do is go take the key points from that, which was recreating front page, go through the pages in a nice, interesting way. So recreating the front page was the first thing to do. So bring in a nice image, make it look dynamic, make it look like something is loading in. Yeah. And then from there, it was like, Okay, so how do we move through pages that look that's meant to be a PDF book that you meant to flick through if you were to have it in front of you? And this effect really achieved that. And it was like, and that's the outcome of it. We could have done it much simpler, but because it was a curveball, as you said, it was like, oh, let's flex our creativity when we can do yeah. this. Yeah. Uh, even, even further curveball that we did, um, I once sent something to you and I was like, can you, do you know what a parallax effect is? Because yeah. the client, the client came to us and was like, this, this, what you've made is nice, but we saw this in a different creative that we, uh, that we liked and it was called a parallax effect. Could you do this? And I, of course, said yes and came to you and uh, wanted to figure out. And you came up with very quickly, I think the same day, pretty much this and walk us through what you did here. Yes. So again, you said, can we do the, can you do the parallax effect? And I said, no, but I can. <laughs> and it was like, okay, so this is, again, another interesting brief that got my brain going. So, oh, this is something I've never done before. So I can actually fully put myself into the work. Not Obviously, I don't put, my, I put myself into all the work that I do. But this was like, oh, this is getting my brain going. Let's figure out how to do it. You learn it, you do it. So I was able, we were able to chop this image up. This is, this is a still image that we were able to put some depth into it and it achieved a really cool like camera effect where it zooms out and it gives that an element of 3d. Yeah. Just, yeah. just to be clear, the, the image that you're seeing now is the still image that's on the end um, that, that I gave to you. And then you cut out the rock, you cut out the man, yep. you cut yep. out the backdrop so that you have this nice 3d effect when you're coming through it. Yep. And then I gave you the sex. We didn't end up going with this one, which is always fun. Uh, we ended up having to go with um, some more prescriptive uh, imagery. Um, but I really like it. I thought we did um, a great job with it. Yeah, I mean, what it does is gives you skills for your tool belt. It's like, okay, now I know how to do parallax. Yeah. And that always is good to have to learn things. Definitely always learn, always progress yourself in what you do. And it's never hard. And briefing like that makes you now know in the future that, oh, we can do parallax. We can do this in the future. So if you ever get a situation where you're like, how do we make this imagery a bit more interesting? We know that we can do that, which was helpful by throwing in that curveball, right? For sure. The, the only problem with that then is, is that we know that we can do this, but that isn't always communicated to the wider team. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do have a, a Slack channel specifically for design and raising design ideas. But what I find more often than not is, is that that creative idea will come up on the Slack channel and there's like a hierarchy of, of, of most important things on Slack that I go to, which is uh, first and foremost, the client side questionable DMs and client side questions. 
then the general announcements for everything, and then design with inspo and stuff and scheduling requests. And I'll only go to that once I've sorted through everything else. And maybe for whatever reason on that day, I don't have time. And I miss those cool ideas or I miss someone pointing out this really great thing. Um, so what we have done more recently is come up with something called Create IF, uh, Creative, but Creative is IF. Who came up with that? Was that you? Was that me? Was that? I think that was Chantal of a digital designer oh, and our combined brain power together. Yes. <laughs> so it's, it's a, it's a bi-weekly uh, design challenge that the team sets for the designers. So I did one very recently where I found, um, uh, or uh, Chantal, uh, our other designer suggested to me, uh, something to do with color bleed, where she'd seen it somewhere and she thought this could be a cool little thing that we've never done before uh, and could be implemented in other aspects of our uh, agency. And so we can't, you came up, I think, with this. Yes. And the way we do it is so I'll set that, I'll set the, the challenge. And then a week later, you'll put in our Slack and our design channel this, whatever you've produced within the week, within whatever downtime you have. And then we discuss it on our end of day call as a group. So we can all see this new, whatever, this is a, so whatever new innovation we'll come up with, we all know what it is and why, and most importantly, how long it takes. I think I asked you that pretty quickly. Like how long did it take you to make this? Yes. So if you just bring it up, um, you'd be able to see that it was this color bleed effect that we'd done. Mm. And it was this, like we obviously, so, we were given this kind of tutorial when it was like, look, knowing how to bring a color bleed up, but it was like, how do we, how, how many skills, how much can we develop this and how can we then use this to influence how we bring it up in the, do it in the future? So we were like, so we look at it, we go, okay, this is a cool technique. So we can show that we do this in our downtime, which then influence in briefing in the future. So you know that, that we can now do this color bleed effect where it all kind of blurs around, which is really cool. So maybe in the future we can use it for clients. Yeah. And again, like you said, I think you, when you asked, I think it took, it took maybe a good half an hour just to learn the process of all the steps that it took. But now that I have that, we can always now, it's, it's, I think I like, bound it to a shortcut on my, on my um, keyboard to F5. So it's you give me an image now, right? and then it's just F5. A few yeah. times, maybe 30 times, I believe this is the full effect. But now just do, we can know we can do this and it's always developing our skill set to use in the future. Yeah. And th yeah. And that's the whole point of it, right? To expand your tool set, expand what we know about your tool set. And so they come to a better understanding between us because I didn't, I didn't study design. I didn't, I don't know what I'm really doing in terms <laughs> of briefing you beyond this is what I need. Go have fun. And mm -hmm. usually you'll come up with something great. Yeah. And it is, um, that's what it should be. It should be fun. It should be, it should be challenging. It should be fun. It should be a bit, a bit loose so that I don't feel so pressured to do certain things in a certain way. So from all of this, uh, one question, what's the one thing you would advise anyone to remember when briefing? When briefing... Ooh, I think the one question, the one thing to keep in mind is that you should always trust your designers. You mm. should always trust that they know what they think is best. Obviously, there are some things that need to be cemented, like logo or text that needs to be in it. But you should give them the three, the freedom to understand that the, the text should come in like this, the image should come in like this, because they'll be able to achieve better results instead of it just being so. Cookie cutter, cookie cutter. That's one yeah. yeah. 
I think for me, it's like, um, it's my job to establish the rules that then allow you to play within those rules and not make those rules too prescriptive. Yes. So, uh, yeah, finding that balance essentially. Yeah. It's a big so, balance. It's a big balance. It's the hardest part of it all. All right. Well, that's all we have time for on today's live. Uh, thanks for joining Ali. And if you have any more questions, please don't hesitate to ask us on our social channels and we'll get to any questions that have been posed in the comment chain on this live pronto. But thank you for watching. Thank you. If you're after more know-how to break the social boring, subscribe now and check out the show notes for links to our website and social profiles. <laughs>